You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, I felt like such a kid being caught right in the act with it because usually, you know, as you get older, you, you learn oh how to get God. away with some things a little you bit more. Froze. Well, you I froze. froze. Well, because there was nothing for me to do. It's just like, well. I've got no options. Your move. Uh, <laughs> what are we going to do about this? It was like absolutely like it was just like time no. stood still. No, I was there. I was caught red handed. There's <laughs> nothing I could do about it. Can you still I mean, say that? Red handed sounds like, I don't know, caught red handed. Is that something like. Oh, God, I don't know. Is, is it? Is that like something racist? No. Oh, I, I, I don't know. Like I'm not every phrase that I the origin of now, I'm kind of like hesitant to say anything. Oh, no. All right, I'm looking it up. Right All right, look it up. I'll, okay. I'll rephrase that. I'll remove that from my... Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> anyway, hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff to get to today. A lot of things have happened over the weekend a lot of so things we want to talk about so many things so many things i do want to remind everybody of this don't forget for all of your online shopping needs oh, go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the amazon link there we go funemploymentradio.com click on the amazon link right there just do that every time tell all of your family and friends send out an email right now compile a list of everyone you've don't ever met your friends. and send them an email with that link and just say this is the only way to do it and if you don't there's something wrong with you and try a shaming approach. And if that doesn't work, then say, you know, I love you and I want you to do this. Whatever approach you think will, uh, will work the best. Uh, but funemploymentradio.com, click on the Amazon link. Um, also, coming up on today's show, we're going to have a special guest joining us here in just a little bit. Comedian Billy Wayne Davis. He's going to be stopping by. He's got a show coming up here in town in a couple of weeks. And then I believe an album release that's going to be coming out. So he'll awesome. be joining us here in a bit. But we have to pack in a lot of info here before we get too far. Um, because on Ooh. Friday... Friday was an epic day. Friday for, was an epic day. For, uh, for, for myself and quite a number of people. But uh, Friday was the day that I finally, after all these years, I finally got to see Guns N' Roses I like how it's you stage. got to see them. You got to see them, like, out of everybody. No, everybody got to see them. No, but, okay, in all fairness here, who's been talking about Guns N' Roses and wanting to see them the most on this show over the six and a half years? Well, no, you're the one, you just talk about them because you would say you'd only see them for $50. Like, it wasn't so saying, now like, it's I like, want to see them so bad. It was like, I'll only see them for a certain amount of money. Well, yeah, but how excited I was for it. What Now we're belittling the fact that I've wanted <laughs> to see it. Now my excitement isn't worthy. It's not good enough that I was excited for it. Your excitement is not good enough it's not it's not your excitement's not special no, it is not special. okay fine it's not special i don't care i was excited i had a great time and we uh, we'll talk about the concert here we'll talk about seeing guns and roses greg can we put a pin in it really quick to what we were talking about at the beginning yes red-handed is not racist okay good it actually means literally to be caught red-handed like with blood on your hands like if you like, oh. murdered something or if you're a poacher it has irish uh origins it's not racist it's just dark it's just it's really dark <laughs> really actually. really dark it just means you have like literal blood on your hands okay all right but in your case it wasn't blood it was beer oh that was really really bad that was a terrible i almost want to bleep that part out not the red-handed part but anyway here's here's what happened so uh sarah myself and um actually a few of our friends decided to take the train up from portland to seattle because we had heard how bad the traffic was going to be idea ever yeah we ended up passing traffic on the train sitting there relaxing and not driving you know not worrying about anything i'm sorry to whoever drove up there because i like at one point i did have a a serious moment of gratification when we crossed over i-5 and it was at a standstill like we chose wisely. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, it was it was really nice, and it was only about three and a half hours, so it, was, it wasn't even that much different than driving. But uh, and the other thing was the entire train. So it's this Cascade Line train that goes from I think Eugene to Vancouver, BC, and back and forth. Mm. And almost I would say the majority of the people on this train, which was about probably six cars long, that were full were people going to see Guns N' Roses. Mm. We got there to the train station on that Friday. That was the, the coolest experience ever, I think, because I've never seen ev- like so many people collectively celebrating one band. Like yeah. Even when I've you know gotten to see like Roger Waters, even like when it was like Pink Floyd or anything like that, like I've never seen a collective group of people like that everywhere that are all so excited for one thing. Yeah. Well I mean you gotta think it really it's it's been twenty some thirty years 
25 years since they last performed. I think like 93 or four or something like that was the last time at least uh, the, the three main guys were on stage together. I mean, that's a long, long time to, to wait to see that. And yeah, Guns N' Roses toured with, with some of the other people that Axel brought in, but it's not the same. Mm-mm. It's just not the same. No, you know, not not without Slash and Duff up there at least. And so, so yeah, it was all these people on the train. It was really cool being at the train station, just because you know you could tell people were starting to get excited about it. And there's a lot of Guns N' Roses shirts, and a lot of a lot of I would say the majority of people were uh, 30 years of age and older. It was. I would say the majority. Age and older. <laughs> Probably we were the youngest ones there. That were. <laughs> we were on the younger. We were on, on the, the younger spectrum. On the scope, uh, yeah, on the scope of Guns and Roses fans on the train, I believe we were on the younger side. We were probably on the younger yes. side. Yeah, you are. You are right. Which is quite refreshing because usually, yeah, it's nice. that we go to these days. Like I feel on the older side. No, so. it was nice being the the kid again. So you know, these are all people who, who got to see them back in the day, and I we didn't. And so anyway, we're we're getting on the train. It was cool. It was a good environment. Seems like everybody was having a good time, and. You know, we all got to got to have seats next to each other. There were six of us that were grouped there. Um, and the way it worked is Sarah and her friend Jessica, well, our friend Jessica, uh, were on one side no, kind of facing friend. back. You're just Sarah's friend Not only. I'm friend. sorry. Everything's about Sarah today. My friend. Uh, even though that was me that did that. So uh, <laughs> Sarah and Jessica were facing one way, and Jeff and I, my brother, were facing the other way. So we kind of had like a little a four-person little section there, and then our other two friends were behind us. So we had somebody that could look both directions on the train. Now, here's a little inside secret. Um, I had thought thought you could bring your own beer on trains. You did not. I did. I did think. Because we did it before. I just realized you didn't get caught. Is that why I had to go and buy special cups? No. Up until until about a day before when I decided to double check that and I realized it's a little gray area. That's not gray area at all. It's it's absolutely black and white. You're not supposed to bring your own booze on the train. It's 100% not allowed to bring your own booze. You can bring your own booze. You just can't drink it on the train. See, and I was used to in (laughs) California... In, on the uh, they have the coaster from San My Diego. Was when you started to use this as an excuse, but no, I, I'm let me ahead. get to this. And I'm by the way, ahead. there is something I'm going to ask the audience about you and your behavior during this. <gasps> oh, there are is, you serious? There is. Um, let me get to it. Oh, let me get to it. Okay. Let me get to this. Okay. Because there's, I think, a serious lapse of assistance that happened. But anyway, so the yeah, in California they have this thing called the coaster. I thought that was an Amtrak train. I guess maybe it's not because. And my brother just alerted me to that they just stopped so you couldn't drink on there. But you used to be able to bring coolers on there because it's just the thing that you take to downtown San Diego and you go watch baseball games or football games or whatever. And so people just drink on it. It's, it was awesome. It was a lot of fun. I thought we were somewhere in between no alcohol and that. You know, I I thought maybe you could bring a little bit on. And then I found out, yeah, the day before that you weren't supposed to. But also beers are really expensive and the line's really long on a train. So I figured the whose business so- is it? Whose Long. business is it if we just have cups? And what's in those cups is nobody's business but but our own. So we may or may not. We brought some beer on the train. We and totally brought beer on the train. I know. What are we going to do? Ooh, we're in trouble. We got beer. Well, I'm already busted, so you I guess I could just say it. Yeah. I'm already, I'm, I was already Greg in trouble. ruined. <laughs> I did not ruin anything. This is what we have to get to here. So here's the deal. Again. We're sitting in four seats, two people facing one direction, two people facing the other. You're on a train car, so people are coming back and forth. You can only see one direction on that train car. And I happen to be sitting next to the backpack full of beer that we had, and we had cups that we would pour it in, and that's how we were doing this. And we weren't getting, like, annihilated or anything, but we were casually drinking beers while yeah, we were on the train. Yeah, we had, train. like, a, a few beers. Well, on I just the... want to make sure it's yeah. clear that we weren't, like, out of control, like, doing no, shots. No, there were and, people like... that were wasted in our car. Like, there were other people who were being, like, blatantly drinking, like, pounding beers and stuff. And we were actually being pretty, we were being we were pretty, pretty modest. We were pretty mellow. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a four-hour ride. You have a couple of beers on it. And you don't want to be shit-faced but, you know, when you get to, you know, no, I anticipating absolutely... going to a concert. Absolutely did not. So it's just casual, you know, you're on vacation sitting and relaxing on a train. But, you know, somebody had to pour the beers into the cups and then we'd dispose of the cans. And the way, here's what happened. And then I'm going to ask listeners, I want your interpretation to hear to see if there's any at fault in this. All right, let me explain it. Let me explain it. Then we can each say our sides. Okay. But here's how it, here's how it works. When you're, when you're working as a team, Again, two people looking one direction, two people the other. You're covering each other's backs. Literally, you're looking out for each other's backs. And I... If you ask somebody... That's one of the key contentions I'm going to get to. Oh my God, you're such a shit. So 
I was leaning down and pouring a beer into a cup. You know, I gave Sarah a beer, got her one. I had poured you because I was being the pourer for this round. Yeah, for that round. I took care of Jeff. I poured you beers. This round? Oh, I'm not saying that every time. Yeah, certainly. There were other times that you did it. Yeah, and you weren't looking out for me. Did you get busted? Because I'm did not I an tell idiot. You, because I'm did not an I idiot. not tell you to stop, though, at one point because there was somebody standing back there and you started bringing one out, showing it off, and I was like, no, no, no. I did cover for you. That actually happened. I covered for you. So anyway, I'm pouring this beer. I'm leaning over, <laughs> pouring the beer into the cup, and all of a sudden I look up. And someone had just come from behind my side of the car, you know, walking down the lane, and stops and turns around and looks at me, and we both make eye contact right at the same time. And it is one of the ladies who is, I don't know if you call her a conductor or well, what. Well, she had a conductor hat she on. She was a conductor then. We, I guess if you call everybody on the train a conductor, we'll call her a conductor. Yes. One of the many One of the conductors. And this woman had actually spoken to me previously because I had brought out my phone and only four of us could hear it. And I was playing a little bit of music and she came by and she was really upset with me. She's like, no, you can, you have to have headphones, no music. I'm like, all right. You okay. were already marked, Greg. I was already marked. So I already pissed her so off already because I had played music. To Even though everyone once. on the train is into Guns N' Roses and you could only hear it if you were right next to us. Still. She was pissed. Pissed. She's like, you need headphones. I'm like, all right. Okay. Okay. You know, I didn't fight. I'm just like, yep, no problem. But here I am with this beer in my hand, pointing into a cup. And I look up. He's and literally, make- he has a cup in one hand, and he's in the motion. I'm sitting across. Oh, yeah, it's still pouring. Pouring the beer, and all of a sudden, I see him look up, and I look next to us, and the woman's looking at him. Yeah, well, no, we make eye contact, and I'm like, uh. And he's I mean, and the thought going through my head at this point, I'm like, okay, uh. There's no getting out of this one. Very clearly, this is a Rainier beer can that I brought on. And uh, I'm clearly pouring it into a cup. I can't hide it. There's no swift motion I could be to cover this up. There's like, nothing. I am busted right in you the act. You are so busted. Right in the act. Literally red-handed, yes. Yes, right in the act. And she stares at me. And you can tell it's going through her head. Like She's, she's like, I are can, you kidding me? No, He's I really can, doing this? I can tell she was also kind of excited because she got to bust somebody. Like she was, she was having a little bit of a thrill for it because she was probably doing this up and down the train. She seemed like kind of uh, power trippy. A oh, very much. So. Like she seemed kind of not. Wow, I don't want to sound like an asshole. Whatever, I'm going to sound like an asshole. She kind of seemed like not that bright, but like really wanted to have like her authority. Yeah, I mean, and admittedly. I wasn't supposed to be doing it. And you weren't so supposed to be doing right. it. Like, you were clearly in the wrong. <laughs> but I clearly was not causing a problem here. No. You know, was, again, not out of control, just like, pouring a beer we in We were cup. even, like, pouring beers into our cups. There were people, like, there were all these, like, meathead, uh, like, sleeveless shirt guys who were, like, hitting on some of the chicks in their same car who were just, like, cr- like crunching their beer cans and stuff. And well, but they beers. didn't get caught. They did <laughs> so not get caught. So they can do that all day long. They didn't do anything wrong because they didn't get caught. This guy did. And so I'm sitting there, and she's she's looking at me, and she instantly goes to the, where'd you get that beer? And, and I kind of froze for a second because, I mean, it's obvious I brought the beer. I'm thinking, okay, what is what kind of a mind game is she doing? And I'm like, uh. And before he could say anything, this is when Sarah decided to start doing the classic Sarah speak, which is, just say things quick. Say say a bunch of stuff. I was doing well until you messed you, it up. You were not doing well at I all. I was. You were not doing I well. I did. I deflected. I was really good. Oh, tell me how you deflected. I can tell you exactly how I deflected. She's like, where did you get this beer? And you're like, uh, and still slowly pouring the beer into Oh, yeah, because I know I'm in trouble. Because you're like frozen. No, because I know they like, don't sell that in no, the car. No, and she asked. She's like, "Do you? did you guys get that beer from the car? I'm like, oh, we met somebody in the other car, and they bought this for us. They said that they got it here. And that's all I said. That was the best thing ever because was, I'm not, no, I am not admitting to having the beer. I was saying that yes. somebody else claimed that they purchased it on the car and gave it to us because you did see somebody that you knew in the other car and he could or could not have purchased us a beer. No, we gave him beer. That's not how that well, worked. I know. Yeah. yeah, I ended up seeing a buddy from college. Yeah, we gave him a beer. Um, again, though, I don't think he got caught. So Nobody got caught but you, Greg. Well, yeah, I, I was the one that got caught because I was the one red-handed right there. I know. I know that. But I also know there was no talking my way out of it. I mean, I understand getting caught. I understand, you know, I, I've, 
I've been caught before on things, and I know the point where I, can, I feel like I can get my way out of it and where I can't. Okay, Edward's saying Sarah had a good line. It was, I mean, ostensibly that might work, but then she kept questioning. She was not going to buy that as and an excuse. And she, he's talking about the lady, not Yeah, me. the lady. Yeah. The lady kept questioning. The lady was like, where did they get it? Um, let me see that can. Let me see that can. Where did you get this can? And you and she kept asking and asking, and I, I'm just kind of sitting there like, I, I didn't say a whole lot because what am I going to say? I didn't have. I I figured at that point, shut up. That's my best way to get through it. Shut up and just play dumb. Um, and that was that. Mm-hmm. That was the option that I went. And then you started babbling about the train. No, that was at the very end. That yeah. was at the very end. No, yeah. that's after I was already clear. <laughs> no, I did that after she started being kind of a jerk about it. Now, uh, I'll explain that too. Um, yeah, in, in all fairness, I did do that. Greg did start to panic and, and no, it wasn't panic. It wasn't panic because I was I was already in trouble. I mean, it, I was even going through my mind. I was like, okay, we got a half hour left on this train. I guess that'll be an expensive lift ride. <laughs> well, and an they expensive had also taxi, already but, announced on the train, like, uh, no consuming, you know, your beverages that you brought. If you did, you will be removed from the train. Oh, I never heard that. I, oh, I yeah. I no, that. that was one of the announcements. Yeah. Oh, so I was like, yeah, oh, I God. didn't hear that at all. Yeah. Uh, well, well that, I, even though well, I'm glad you didn't know that because that probably would have freaked you out even more. No, no, because as soon as I knew I was busted, I'm like, okay, how far <laughs> are we? That's going to be an expensive cab ride. I'm like, damn it, but I'm going to be taking a cab ride to Seattle from here. <laughs> I will be making my way, whatever it is. I'm cl- I'm close enough that it's not going to be detrimental. Now, if they'd like kick me off in Centralia or something halfway there, that would suck. Yeah, that would that would be a a bad time because then I can't even go get my truck or you know wouldn't be able to drive anyway. But uh, anyway. So that's going on as, as this is happening. And then Sarah, Sarah continued along the lines of trying to convince her that somebody else from another car had given us the beer. And she was not, just not buying it. She wasn't buying anything from any of us. Mm-mm. And she's like, let me see that can. Let me see that can. I'm like, okay, yeah, here's the can. She's like, we don't sell that kind of beer on this train. That's not from this train. I'm like, yep. Yeah, again, you already you already got me. Mm. I'm like, okay. And I was I was trying to play nice because I didn't want to get kicked off. I'm like, okay, no problem. I'm sorry. I was confused. You know, I, th- I thought maybe we... Could have beer. Um, I mean, do you want it? You, you want to throw it out? I can go throw it out. And that's when she started to get really mad. Like, I'm just handing it to her. I'm, I wasn't fighting it. I wasn't like, no, I'm going to drink this. I'm like, okay, yeah, just take it. Take it. And then she she got really mad at that point. And that's when I didn't understand why she was continuing. I'm like, you already busted me. Like, you, you got me. <laughs> I mean, what you else? Win. Yeah, well, you win. Like, what else can I do? All the power's in your hand. I'm handing it over. If you're going to kick me off, kick me off. But she decided to start um, going down this lecture road about how it's illegal and it's federal violations and blah, 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 blah. Like, just kind of kind of laying in. And that's when I did did do some stammering where I was like, well, yeah, but in California, yeah, you can. And this is when and, Greg started to talk about California. In California, you can use it on the coaster because I basically, she was just like laying into me. I'm like, okay, I got it. Like, you, you, already, you already caught me <laughs> at this point. Like, I get it. I get it. You're yelling at me past the clothes. You're selling past the clothes. And, uh, You're yelling past the clothes. Yeah she, yeah, she was. She was yelling past the clothes. And everybody on the train is staring at us at this oh, point. Oh, yeah. Everybody's, she's, just, she's making a scene of it. To well, because probably everybody's to, drinking, and Greg yeah. is just the one that got caught. I just and got so caught. everyone's, like, hiding their drinks, like, in uh, the entire car, yeah. listening to Greg get, like, They're like, oh, man, that guy's... Yeah, and she was making a show of it, I think, for so that everybody would know what not to do, and I was the example. And I know. It was... I know what and I was, was doing totally was wrong. And totally the example, because by the yeah. time when she finally left, everyone loves looking at Greg, like, oh... Ooh, that was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I know. yeah, the people across from us, they were like, wow. <laughs> she, she really means business. And so, anyway, she ended up taking them from me and throwing them away and told me about 18 million times about how I cannot be doing that on the train. And then, uh, you know, and then she left and then we My opened up My favorite thing one. is but, that I hope um, that she had to take out the recycling later because she could see, like, the uh, like the 18 other beer cans that were in yeah, there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, cause, and, and they're all not beers that you could purchase on the train. Yeah. Which, by the way, if you're going to check the train, they sell 12 ounces of Bud Light. Yeah. So bring those. So yeah, I mean, it. W- <laughs> I was caught. But here's my question, though. Okay, and this isn't all fairness. Oh, a question. are you doing this? It's a team You're question. Doing this. I just want to pose this to listeners. Like, if you've ever done something like this, where you know you're doing something slightly wrong, but you're really not causing any problems. I'm not talking about anything too illegal here. And I know it's illegal. I don't need emails. Believe me, I'm already busted. Before we get the emails streaming in of people citing all of the laws and the rules that I was violating, I know. 
I, know. I was violating them along with you. Send them me the email too. I don't care. But oh no, I'm we're saying grown no. ass adults that were not driving. No, I'm not. On a train. I'm not getting mad. I'm just saying that I know somebody's going to send in an email saying, "Well, here's what you were doing See, wrong." The, the I'm already is, busted again. No, already busted. And also, the thing is, you're allowed to drink on the train as long as you buy their ten dollar, twelve ounce Bud Light. Yeah, you just have to like, buy it's it. It's not. Them. It's not anything against the legality of drinking on the train. It's that they don't want you to bring your own because they want to make more money from you. Yeah, which fine. That's the rule. All right, the rule's stop the defending. Rule. All right, just say what you're going to say. <laughs> well, here's here's what it is. So, again, back to this thing where two of us are facing one way, two the other way. We each have good views of the of the pathway to see who's coming or going. My way to get all the way to where we were, we were on the end of one of the trains, so she had to walk past like 10 seats to get to us. Mm-hmm. Now, Sarah and and Jessica could both see that way while I was pouring the beer. You and, did not ask me to look. I wasn't paying attention because you didn't ask me to. But this is the contention here. This is what my point. Is when you're doing something like that, would it only last, you know, just for a minute? Somebody's pouring beer. We know we're, we're not supposed to. Shouldn't you have just automatically done that? Absolutely not. I, it's not why my responsibility to, to automatically look out for you. Now that you're even well, saying this, you can tell you have a weak argument here. I do not have a weak argument. Yes, I'm trying to do. gently say, I think I have a very strong argument. I'm trying to be nice about it, but I think that was I your responsibility believe- to give me a heads up. I can't see behind me. Okay. I'm counting on you. You're pouring your own beer. And you after are, I had poured you a beer. Yeah, so your job was done for me. I didn't need to watch out for you anymore. You know what? You didn't get caught pouring my beer, did you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess that's one point. Uh, yeah, but I think you should have been giving me a fair a fair warning. Plus the fact it was ten like ten seats she had to walk by, so she was in that car for what a good thirty seconds. What am I supposed to do? Just like stare in the car? I wasn't looking up, like yeah. staring in the hallway. No. Yeah, yeah, actually. I looking was talking past. with my friend, enjoying my delicious cold beverage that I had just poured for you. <laughs> yes, that was safely inside of its cup. <laughs> I think okay. In, in the chat now, we're gonna get some comments here. <laughs> the person Ed says the person breaking the rule is responsible for making sure he is being protected. I mean, yes, but I, I think there's a fair camaraderie thing here when you're involved in it as a team effort that it's just a common decency. My team had already gone up to bat and swung and hit a home run, and I had it in my hand. Like, okay. <laughs> my, my job was done. Uh, okay. Um, and the watcher should be beard last. Okay, so yeah, so I should have... Um, <laughs> well, either way, I feel like as part of a team... You did owe me a little bit of looking out for me. Okay. You did kind of leave me leave me stranded there. You left me out on my own, and then I took the fall. I took the fall for you. You took this. the fall for yourself. You were doing everything too. You did all of this too. <laughs> I didn't. You get keep caught. acting like <laughs> I didn't get caught. All right, fair I enough. Several beers. As I, I did talk about with those guys <laughs> who were crushing their beer cans, they didn't get caught. There go. They didn't do anything wrong. I did get caught. I was the only one caught. I was caught red-handed. You were caught mid-pour. It was hilarious. It would be like something out of a movie if someone mm. was like getting. No, the other time I I knew that feeling when it happened, where I'm just you like should, I, I wish have I no had my camera right going. I wish I had like yeah. video. Like Greg just like frozen like was so <laughs> his Well, and that's why I just started kind of smiling. I'm like, I knew my situation there. I'm like, there is no talking my way out of this. This is what has happened right now, and. <laughs> that happened to me one other time when I was the, the, I remember this feeling with a with a police officer was when I was in Sun River and I've told this story on the show a long time ago where we were underage drinking we had like one guy who, who got a keg at one of the houses in Sun River we were safe just staying there and the cops showed up and I ran out and hid in this shed and thought I was doing great until the very end when I see this officer walking up to the shed I could see his light I'm like uh oh is he gonna open is he gonna open boom he opens the shed and there I am just standing there and his light on me just goes Jesus Christ <laughs> <laughs> and all I said to him was you got me <laughs> he's like get it Side, like uh, all right, like I'm busted. There's nowhere for me to run. Might as well just just give up now. And so that's the that's the same feeling I have when this woman locked eyes with me. It's or just, it's being pointed out no like when up. our main walked in on you uh, doing your taxes. Oh, that's not the same. I was. <laughs> that's a fake story. This is real. Well, it's not a fake story, but I was doing my taxes. It just looked like I was doing something else. Mm. Anyway, um, yeah. Well, I still think that maybe you should have had my back a little bit there. 
Well, I'm sorry that you were unable to successfully pour your own beer because you're an <laughs> I can't, adult that I can't take look backwards. I can't see backwards. I saved you not like 15 minutes after that. By the way, when you brought one out, I'm like, when? Oh. Oh, when I was pouring myself another beer? Yes. Oh yeah. And I saved you by saying, "Nope." Just because you saved me doesn't mean like in the in that the you past have to save that me. I was supposed to save you. Mm. <laughs> Sorry that you weren't paying attention. Well, anyway, that was what well, happened. Well, I think that. I more than made up for it later on in the evening. Uh, well, that's a separate situation. It but is, I mean, but it's the same day. Well, maybe we should, maybe we should bring on our take a break, bring on our guest, and then we can continue our story after we. Uh, okay, that sounds good. Yeah, because yeah. we've got we've got more to talk about. We haven't even gotten. We have. We're not even to Seattle yet. <laughs> This is just what happened on the train so Right far. now we're in, like, Centralia. No, we're in Tacoma. No, yeah, we're in Tacoma. Because yeah. I knew. 30 minutes. 30 mm. minutes. We were even past Tacoma. We were, like, by the airport. Yeah, we're in, like, SeaTac. Yeah, I knew I could make it into town from there if I got kicked off. <laughs> and we're adults, I was prepared. Everybody. That all ran through my head. I'm like, all right, where's my stuff? Got to pack up my stuff. Which, by the way, where's I the do next not stop? regret bringing beer because there were people who were sitting in our car. These girls that were sitting next to us waited 45 minutes to get a beer in the beer car. Oh, yeah. No, they, they were, were gone. They were awesome. They're like, you guys had such a good idea. They're like, we are so jealous of you. Yeah, that was so smart. <laughs> Except for getting gone. Yeah. Uh, Except for that <laughs> But anyway, but that's we part didn't of being learn, safe We didn't learn our lesson. Like, then we just, as soon as she left, we just. Well, I'm like, okay, if I'm going to get kicked off, then fine. I mean, we're past the point of being kicked off. There weren't any more stops. Like, they're not going to stop to throw there, you off for drinking your beer. There were a couple more stops, but it, whatever. Yeah. Close enough. Would have cost me a little bit of money, but I'm, I was okay. I was comfortable with it at that yeah. point. All right, but anyway, all right, let's take a break and uh, bring in Billy Wayne. He's going to be here uh, joining us here in just a second. So he's going to be at Dante's coming up. We're going to talk to him about his shows and everything that's going on. And then we'll come back here in a minute and we'll talk more about this this Seattle ride <laughs> and eventually maybe get to seeing Guns N' Roses. And, uh, and also, let me just say, like, when you hear how awesome I was about this, like, you're going to, like, Wait, you're setting this up as I'm taking credit for making it the most awesome night ever. Yes, that's true. So you're convincing about me not having your I back think about maybe one beer. Guns and Roses had a little bit to do with it making it the most awesome night ever. Um, I made it awesomer, and you know it. <laughs> I don't. Okay, well, let's talk about it. Let's, I'm not disputing that. You're trying it to sounds equate like this. You're disputing. No, it sounds like you're feeling guilty about the beer thing, and now you're trying to like ramp up a whole no, bunch I'm of credit. No, I'm just saying, for, like, if you're trying to like make me feel bad, I'm about not the taking beer thing. your credit away for the other thing. I'm also not going to give you credit where credit is not due when it comes to the beer thing. Yeah, well, you should probably. They're separate things. You should probably look around before you start pouring your beer. <laughs> I'll remember this. I'll remember this. All right. All right. It's each. It's it's chaos. Every, Everyone on their own. Every man for himself. Every man for himself. I'm going to throw you under the bus next time that something happens. Just nope. Was it me? I already figured that you'd do that anyway. This isn't breaking news. If I got caught, you'd be like, nope. Don't know her. Well, yeah. You would have had to get your own ride into Seattle. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, I Which know. I knew I was going to have to do that too. It's like I, I'm. I'm okay. I'm okay with it. I would not. No. See, that's the difference I between weigh you the risks. and me. I would not. If you got kicked off of the train, clearly I would go with you. But now I know that no, you, wouldn't you wouldn't go with me. So I'm I'm reassessing our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you got kicked off the train, yes, I would get off with you. I wouldn't make you get off. Well, I mean, but I would because I'd feel bad. See, you don't see you'd feel bad. Why would you feel bad? Oh, well, because you're an idiot that got caught. <laughs> <laughs> and you really are excited. For guilt. Roses. It's guilt. I tell you. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll be back in a minute with more fun employment radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, I didn't want to start off the conversation with this, although I didn't plan it out, but so see-through shirts is the thing now. I don't know if they're like the future, but I think that they're the present. <laughs> yeah. This is how out of touch I am. Well, he lives I, in L.A., so he knows. That's true. I do know more than I want to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen things. Billy well, Wayne knows all about I'm the see-through I'm shirts. in a happy relationship, so that means I listen and interact, so I'm <laughs> aware of a lot of nonsense. Uh, joining us now on Fun Employment Radio, it is Billy Wayne Davis. Hello. Hello, guys. This How you doing? This is awesome. I'm Thanks. wonderful. I'm wonderful. We're I, so happy you could come, Billy Wayne. I'm so happy you guys could, we could work it out. <laughs> I was in Idaho, and then we drove across to Salem, and then down to Eugene, and then drove back. Oh, wait, Portland. so you went from Salem to Eugene and then back to Portland? Yeah, well, I went from Boise to Nampa, Idaho to How was Salem. that? It's, it's Idaho. It's Idaho. Yeah. <laughs> the, I just kept saying, like, why isn't all of it named Boise? Yeah. 
and they didn't have a they, real answer. The <laughs> 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 first time they ever heard it. That you could tell Just, they're like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> He's got a point. Have you ever performed in Idaho before? Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, I have. Uh, did it go swimmingly? <laughs> it didn't. Well, the show did. The after part, I ended up in jail. So. What? I, I hadn't thought of that until you just asked. That I was the didn't last know time. that that was what this was leading up to. I didn't realize either until you said that. And I was like, well, Wait. the last time I performed in Boise, oh, yeah, I went to jail. I went to jail. What? Can, How? You, can you elaborate? Oh, yeah, I have a bit about it on my first album, which is available on iTunes. Uh, Please Billy tell us Wayne the name Davis. of it. Billy people... Wayne Davis, mm-hmm. self-titled. Uh, I We did a show at this private club thing in Lewiston. Okay. Oh, Lewiston Clarkston? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, interesting little place that is a weird town it is yeah. weird mm-hmm. and I, I went to weird. school in Pullman Washington okay so, so you understand yeah, so it's familiar Clarkston Washington Lewiston Idaho is that how it works are they both in Idaho I thought I, one's on the other other side of the you're right no yeah. you're right one of them's in another state and one of them's in Idaho yeah, yeah. yeah. Lewiston's in Idaho and I don't know Clarkston's in Washington okay yeah and we did the show it was fine the comic I was with at the time I'm not sure he does comedy anymore but he was a really funny guy but he loved drinking on a level, like <laughs> an unhealthy level. Like a, like Even a, for a former level. alcoholic, <laughs> it was like I was like, "You drink too much, man. You got, <laughs> you got a problem." <laughs> And I'm coming out of a blackout. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That kind of drinker. Where, but even I can see. Yeah, where all the other drinkers are like, we got to talk to Dan, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I was just smoking weed on the way. And I told him, hey, that's my thing. And he was like, cool. And he had bought like a pint of Jim Beam. And it was like a four-hour drive. And when we're pulling up to the gig, it's like 30 (laughs) minutes before the gig starts. And I'm just fine. You Mm -hmm. know, I'd smoked a a joint or something. It was like four hours. It was great. And then he... And then I notice as we're pulling out, I was like, he's a little sloppy right now. <laughs> and he pulls open, the, he pulls up the pint, and he's like, I finished all of it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> shit, God dude. damn. <laughs> and uh, he's like, now it's time to start drinking. And I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. No. So, uh, and I learned later he was, like, nervous because it was, like, his first 30-minute set. Mm-hmm. So I didn't realize that. And yeah. He was, like, hiding it from me. And I was like, man, it's fine. You can fuck up. It doesn't matter. We're in Idaho. <laughs> right. <laughs> no We're gonna one's going to fuck up doing it Idaho. <laughs> yes. It's going to be a oh my nightmare God. anyway. The head of NBC is here in <laughs> Lewiston tonight. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, I do explain that. I explained that to the feature act this weekend. I was like, hey, just do whatever you want to do. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> We're in fucking and Idaho. He just, yeah. He just looked confused. Confused, I was like, "No, this is not going to help or hurt your career at all." <laughs> you is, know, this doesn't matter. I am here because I have child support, and <laughs> that's why you come to Idaho. <laughs> so after the show, I'd had a couple drinks like during the show, and then the owner was a nutbag of this private club. You want to do some shots, and he was that guy's like, "Hey, if you need anything, I've got all that uh, stuff. Uh-huh. I run the town." So I was like, "Cool, that's fun." And then we were trying to get back to the hotel. My buddy is just housed, just that sloppy. And what he had done is left the empty bottle open in the car. So we got in. It just smells like Jim Beam. Oh. Oh, Smells like northern Kentucky. (laughs) And uh, I didn't think anything of it because I was like, we're just going to the hotel. I wasn't even drunk. I had like, you know, that couple beers over and a shot over Mm -hmm. three or four hours also performing. So there's adrenaline. Um we get pulled over by a state trooper because I turned around. I got turned around in the downtown area. I had Tennessee plates at the time. Oof. A state trooper's in downtown. Pulls yeah. us over. Uh, immediately was like, you've been drinking. And I was like, kind of. <laughs> but oh boy over here. <laughs> and he was like, well, and then he ran my stuff. And I didn't realize I my license had been suspended. I've been driving, and this is a funnier part of it. I've been driving on a suspended license for like three years. Just like, (laughs) just had no idea. Uh, Paying my insurance and my, you know, all that. And just still like, (laughs) none of this legal. Uh, So then he he has me do the field sobriety test. I passed that. Uh, And then he was like, is there anything else in there I'm going to find? I was like, yeah, there's pot in there. Mm. He's like, well, how much pot? And I was like, I don't know, like that much. There's not a lot. And then, like, 
and then he arrested me. I was like, I knew at that point. He was like, I've got to arrest you. And I was like, cool. And he took Drunky back to the hotel. <laughs> so he got a free ride back. Drunky yes. didn't even go to the drunk tank? No, no. He was fine. <laughs> uh, pretty much the cause of all of it. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was the only one, like, in my right mind. He's out of his mind, but very charming, you know. Mm. Uh, he's a fun drunk. I wouldn't have brought him along if he was a nightmare. Uh, <laughs> and I went back to the, I mean, it was like, I always wanted to go to jail in the Andy Griffith show, <laughs> and I got to. <laughs> I blew a .08. Like, the state trooper was like, I knew you weren't drunk, man. I was like, I told you that. Oh. I blew a .08 like three times. I was like, oh, I'll do it again after the second one. And uh, then they wouldn't let me bail out because I was from Seattle, so I had to spend the night in jail. And, oh, uh, did you have like a... Like, like your own holding cell, or did you have to like go with it was other just me and, criminals? It was just me and another young kid who was, I think, just couldn't afford to bail out. Oh, from he had been there a while. Well, that just oh, got man. sad. And he was like, you know, he was terrified of me, and, <laughs> I, and I just kept. I was like, look, man, I'm getting out of here. I was like, I'm just, I just terrible situation. And he was just like, he was just terrified. I was like, here. And he was like, no. I was like, no, I don't. I'm not doing the prison thing. Man. <laughs> yeah, we're not establishing <laughs> dominance here. It's like, just oh jail. God. It's me and you. And you look like you need this way more than I do. I'm about to get out. And then oh. they they ran me and I had to go in front of a judge in the jumpsuit and all that. And they. they wow, they put you in a suit for it? Fucking A, they did. <gasps> Damn. Yes. It was like, it was a. I wish it was more did of a wake up call because I got arrested again like six months later. But. Did they look in all your nooks and crannies? No, they didn't do that, mm-hmm. uh, but they did. I mean, there was a guy that watched me change, which wow. was just like, That's I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not sneaking weird. into the yeah. Lewiston County Jail. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then they, uh, they, they shackled me to two other, like, serious fucking criminals. And I tell oh. this in the, in the bit... Uh, Kyle Ganane and I talked about like how our DUIs have made us more money than it cost us. <laughs> we get to tell it. Oh, Kyle's great. Uh, he's like, we shouldn't brag about that, but you know, it is pretty kind of cool. And I was like, wow, that was a pretty good Kyle Ganane. I've known him for a long, yeah. long time. <laughs> uh, and uh, the two dudes I was chained to, the dude I was directly chained to got arrested for armed robbery and i heard this because they brought what it up in fuck? court he stabbed a dude and took seven dollars <laughs> like the first thing the stabbing i was like oh shit he stabbed a guy and then it was like seven dollars i was like that's not about the money oh no that's, god that's, that's a, a special kind of psycho that is a principal yeah crime. yeah that is he has done more than take seven dollars <laughs> this is just the thing first time for. yes <laughs> that is what they could charge him with <laughs> it's not a oh i made a mistake that's yes. regret it goddamn no. terrifying yes. yeah you've been holding on to that for a minute yeah <laughs> then the dude he was chained to in the front who they were really paying attention to uh he got arrested for breaking his parole for a homicide conviction by shooting another motherfucker in the face oh my god and they've got you and i'm the caboose <laughs> drunkie, guy you made a u-turn <laughs> just drunk in the back just like still a little probably a little drunk just like this is a nightmare oh my god. so that that's in like right before we get on the elevator to get in and the dude's putting my shackles on they don't fit uh they so the dude's just shoving them on there. So we get in the elevator, we get out of the elevator, and then we walk into the courtroom. As we're walking to the courtroom, everyone looks because you're making a lot of noise and you're wearing orange. And my shackles just fall off. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh shit, I'm not escaping." No, 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 not no, doing no. it. No, that's 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 stabby, that shooty. I'm drunk. <laughs> just a nightmare. Uh. And That's I, terrifying. Yeah, it really was. Uh, and you could see even the judge was confused while I was with the group. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking Like, the judge was like, okay, and what is this guy here for? He's like, he was drinking a little bit last night from out of town. <laughs> and he might have had a little bit of weed. Yeah, and he had, and that was the craziest thing. This was 2007, 2008, mm-hmm. way before anything was legalized or any of that. And. Uh, I got a lawyer. He he got it dropped down to inattentive driving. Uh, and the only thing that I had to pay some court costs. Uh, and the only thing he was worried about was he was like, uh, he's like, well, 
it's just a ticket, the amount of pot you had, because if it's like under an ounce or something. Uh-huh. But Idaho was way ahead of the curve in decriminalizing marijuana. Oh. So I really lucked out. Wow. Really? And it was only like a $60 ticket then. And the guy, like my lawyer was like, he was like, I know, man, but you're going to have a possession charge. And I was like, I don't give a shit. Why would yeah. I care about that? Possession of marijuana <laughs> in Idaho? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, why would I care about it? He's like, well, some people, you know, you know, when you're applying for a job, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. No, no, no. I'm a stand-up I, comedian. I'm a comedian. <laughs> That's going, this is going in my credits. It's going in the bio. This is going on my album. This is getting me work. <laughs> more work for this. And he was like, "Oh, well, then fine. Yeah, sixty dollars in my fees, like two thousand. I was like, "There it is. There's the ticket." Yeah. <laughs> All right, Billy Wayne. I did hear you in the midst of your story say that you got arrested again six months later. I was. I don't drink anymore. <laughs> uh, that one. It I wasn't panning out well. That one. I was. I was really. It was not good. I. I mean, I can talk about it now. I guess because. I went to trial and got not guilty, but I was drunk. And uh, I had moved outside of Seattle. We lived in like a suburb because my ex-wife was pregnant at the time. Oh, where? What suburb? My sister lives in Columbia City. Oh, no. This that would be great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we were in uh, right at the edge of Bellevue and oh, the uh, other way. Issaquah. Where okay. Lake Sammamish is. We lived on the mm-hmm. lake. It was pretty great. Yeah. That part was. Everything else was a nightmare. The suburbs, all of that. Mm-hmm. And I'd go get perform and get hammered in Seattle. And then. Yeah. Then, be, like, you know, like at midnight, be like, oh shit, I got to drive like 25 minutes home. Oh, God. Uh, and being from Tennessee, that was not a real big deal. Yeah. Uh, not so much in Seattle. Though. And then they got me. Uh, and. I knew enough at that point because I'd been arrested before uh, not to do the field sobriety test. Mm-hmm. So I refused that. And then they took me and I blew and I, I blew like 0.16. Oh, fuck. Ooh, wow. A couple yeah. times. Yeah. But I was very entertaining and I performed drunk enough that all the state troopers in this little, their little precinct, they they heard I was a stand up and they were like bringing people in. <laughs> the dude that arrested me, his last name was Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> they were having a field day with that. They were just bringing in, like, make fun of him. And I was making fun of the dude that arrested me. And this they were, is like the most fucked up story ever. And then they're dying laughing. Because I had just accepted, because I'd been arrested, like, I guess, like, a, you know, less than a year before. Yeah. So I knew the procedure. So I had just, to, like, once they. Might as well make them like you. When, and that's what, and I still watch that. Like, here's advice, kids. If. Once they put the handcuffs on you, you gotta let it go. No more fight. Mm-hmm. You're done. Yeah, they've got you. If if you fight them at that point, you're just gonna get hurt, and they should hurt you because you're being stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so I just let it go, you know. And I was like, well, we're gonna make the best of this situation yeah. we're in right now. And That's a good uh, lesson. Once the handcuffs are on, there's gotta, nothing. You there's gotta, nothing you can do. You're done. I saw a lady get arrested for prostitution this uh, past weekend. I didn't tell you that. Really? Mm-hmm. Out in front of the slammer. Oh yeah, yeah, and that for was the same thing. It's a slammer. Uh, it's, it's a bar. Oh, okay. oh yeah, I guess yeah. that sounds weird. Yeah. Well, she deserves to get arrested. <laughs> you're doing it right dude, out in front. Get of out of jail. Like, yeah. hey, y'all been in jail for a while? <laughs> no, she was this crazy lady, and she'd come into the bar, and she was like screaming about Jesus, and she didn't have any ID. And the bartender was Wait, like screaming about Jesus, but she was a prostitute also. Yes, and so she was like dancing around out he in front of the bar. <laughs> 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 then got into some guy's car, who like uh, the John's car, basically, and then um, had that guy been in the bar too? He had not been in the bar. He just pulled up. And then he pulled up, and then all of a How sudden, two know? cops like came around. I think that she's a, a a neighborhood lady. She's known. Yeah, she's known. But yeah, I saw her get like when she put up a little fight when she was getting her handcuffs on, and that didn't go well for her. That's kind of threw her in the back. To her, <laughs> yeah. She's wow! Like what happened this. to the John? He just stood there. I swear, you could tell. Was how he guilty. undercover or something? I don't think he was undercover because uh, he was kind of standing there. He's like. I don't like. I think he was just like playing dumb. Yeah, I was just yeah, giving yeah. her a and ride. Because oh, I was yeah. waiting to yeah. see if he was going to. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. yeah, she just jumped in my car. I don't, I don't, know. I don't know her. She seemed destitute, and I'm a <laughs> yeah. good person. Yeah. <laughs> but the way the way he was overacting, like when he was pulled over, because everyone it was a spectacle. There were like you know thirty people outside out on the patio, and he's just like, oh, I don't know, I don't know what happened, where where she came from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, but I then, have some more questions about that. There are so many questions. I I want to look up the arrest report because. That's what I heard, that apparently the guy had picked her up, then she got into his car, and then the cops came and pulled him over right in front, like on the side of the bar, because it's kind of on a corner. So they were just watching her, waiting for... I think they were watching her, or they were watching the guy to see if someone would pick her up. 
Like I don't. I, she clearly wasn't working for them. Like okay. she was clearly insane. Yeah, yeah. Because she was kind of flailing she's around. She's an amazing actress. She <laughs> deserves an Oscar. Like, I, sh- I wanted to go into acting, but I went into undercover. Just <laughs> that would be like really legit if she's like you know makes sure that everyone knows that she's crazy, gets kicked out of the bar. I mean, then, if you think about it, if you went down, you, you studied acting your whole life, <laughs> and then you went down to Hollywood, and it is gross down there. I mean, yeah, yeah. Is it gross? It sounds gross. It's just. What it is is, a, I mean, it's a gross thing because it's just gross. Um, <laughs> I like you, Billy Wayne. Thanks. Because <laughs> it's just gross. It just, I mean, even like the good people were, like involved in it, we just look at each other and like, this is gross. Um, yeah. You have to do gross things. They all to, have to be there. You kind of, yeah, you kind of do have to. If you want to do it at a certain, in a certain way, you need to. Yeah. I remember starting out thinking like, man, if I could just headline these like rooms across the country just be a working comic and then that happened like within four or five years because i just put it out there and got to that point where i thought i wanted to be and was like oh this isn't it (laughs) (laughs) this is a nightmare you can't do this for 30 years (laughs) not and not be a terrible alcoholic (laughs) so yeah that's that's when i was like okay we gotta do something different we gotta expand these dreams (laughs) how long have you lived in la now like three years. I lived in Seattle for six, which was a good place to come from the south mm-hmm. to because I I and looking back I'm from a small town and my parents are very progressive and in Tennessee and thinking how they raised three progressive thinking people in that sea of red mm-hmm. is yeah. fascinating as I get older. Uh they did just an amazing job keeping us level headed just surrounded by just like Mm-mm. yeah kind of oh man derp uh like when obama like during the election my mom's a high school english teacher during uh the second obama uh election mm-hmm. i said you know how's it what's the yeah how's that playing yeah what, what's the what are the kids she was like oh they're they're voting for Kerry, and i was like why I don't or understand. Romney, or yeah, or, or you mean when? Uh, yeah, it was Ro- this whoever he ran. Yeah, against, Romney, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah Carrie, the same thing. Uh, <laughs> it is, uh, <laughs> it is. And I said, I don't understand how high school kids can think that yeah. conservatively, mm-hmm. uh, even if they haven't even. And she was like, "It's Jesus. Jesus tells them who to vote for." And I was like, "No." She was like, "No, they say that, son." I mean, she gets to read their papers and stuff because she's an English teacher. Yeah. So she really sees their thoughts. And she was like, it's very frightening because, I mean, I don't care for Karl Rove, but I respect him in a weird way because of what he did. It's, yeah. it's impressive what oh, he accomplished. He uh, went, that's it. That's yeah. the way to do what we yep. need to do. Here's mm. how we can rope them all in. Mm-hmm. And it worked. He just it, went to preachers did. and they all... It's like that. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a visceral... It's what Trump's doing. It's a visceral cadence almost in what they're doing like uh, a, another great example is making a murder did you watch that the yes oh wow the, the, I watched about the first six episodes it got so incredibly frustrating you gotta watch yeah you gotta watch the whole thing but what I don't that, think I, I watched everything but the last episode I'm like I don't think I can stomach it that Kratz guy the DA mm-hmm. that if you watch what he did that was the first thing I picked up on the way he spoke to people mm-hmm was the same way the preacher speaks or someone of authority talks to you since you've been little. So you subconsciously just trust this cadence, even though it's saying some crazy fucking bullshit (laughs) that could never happen in a million years. Yeah. But dummies go, well, he talks like the preacher. Why would he lie to me? Yeah. It's it's fascinating. Man. Wow. All right, now I'm going to have to rewatch that. It's just those little things like that's Uh what... That just trigger points that. Like, oh yeah. Don't. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Wow. All right. No, I'm sorry. I'm just like thinking about that. Well, so you don't have a show today, but you're going to be coming back to Dante's, right? Yes. Yes. I'm uh, doing Bumper Shoot, and then congratulations. That's thank awesome. You. Yeah. Thank you. I'm very excited. Have you ever done it before? Yeah. When I lived in Seattle, I did the local shows, but this one they're they're paying me. Now you're on that. the big yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Oh, crowd. Right. Yeah. Was, I remember going to. I uh, grew up in Bremerton, Washington. Yeah. And so I used to go to Seattle all the time, and I would go uh, to Bumper Shoot. It was Do you know like, Owen Straw? He grew up in Bremerton. I think he's a funny. He lives in New York now. Like he and I. That used name to sounds familiar. Tour together. Maybe 
He's a, he was in rock. He was in punk bands and. Oh well, then I probably definitely know him. And then he's a very funny comic that lives in New York now. Very uh, cool. From Bremerton. Yeah. Uh, no, it's at Dante's. We're doing. Yeah, I'm excited about Bumbershoot and uh, just because I haven't been back to Seattle in a while. Yeah. And then Dante's. We set that up on Labor Day, and I'm very excited about that. I love Portland. It's that. It is like it's like Las Vegas for creative people. I think. Could see that where, <laughs> where like explain. okay, <laughs> I don't think I could live here mm. because there's a level of nonsense <laughs> that I have a hard time with. That sounded like your preacher yeah. voice. Yes, <laughs> there is a level of nonsense. There is a level. Of, yes, I, especially my accent. Yes, uh, that I can't fully condone every day that exists here. I'm glad it does. Do you know? Understand what I'm saying yeah, without being I a do. dick. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. there's we're, just, we're picking it up. Wait, there's I just, to, there's just I, a level of whimsy in Portland. That I I'm want just specific like, nope. whimsies that are too much. I want you to tell me specific whimsies. <sighs> there's Billy Wayne. Okay, I love weird people. I'm attracted to strange, interesting people. Right. Uh, my whole life, I have been. Uh, I just find them, in, especially quiet, weird people, because they've been watching and listening. Yeah, it's like, what do you know? Yes. What but, have you seen? And, and it's I've noticed as I get older, it's mostly it's usually people that can't that don't even know they're weird. Right. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? That don't understand. <laughs> uh, like looking back, I, I've realized like I've had a lot of friends on the spectrum growing up. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone pointed out like maybe you're on the spectrum. I was like, oh yeah, maybe. That's why I didn't notice. Kind of fun. <laughs> uh, getting shit done. Uh, but there's people that that are weird on purpose that that makes me angry well it's yeah. it's like you were saying about LA it's gross when like people come here and they're just like oh look at how kooky I am yes yeah it's obnoxious like I love LA in a different way because okay here's a great example of why I love Los Angeles uh, there's a couple of reasons you can make that city your own because there's so many different things to do uh, so you have your own little LA uh, also in Los Angeles, if you can think it, you can make it happen there. It's one of the few cities mm. in the world where there's enough like-minded people and creative people and money and all that where you could just create anything you really want from that town because there's enough access. That part fascinates me and excites me. Um, I also love L.A. because I was in this Rite Aid on Hollywood in, I think it's Vermont, if you guys know where I'm talking about. Is it the one downtown? Not in Hollywood. It's in Hollywood. It's like uh, right off Los Feliz. There's a... if The people in L.A. know what I'm talking about. It's this. It's just a hotbed of like crazy. Uh, <laughs> there's a John's next to it. It's just like one of those grocery stores. You're like, oh, what happened in here? <laughs> uh, and were you were, not surprised when you read the next day that, oh, yep, that yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah while I was there. there yeah. yeah, there was... Some, someone was murdered in the bathroom <laughs> yeah. while I was buying sugar. Yep, yep. Yeah. I thought, I thought the energy was weird. <laughs> Uh, I was in line at Rite Aid, and there was this six foot six giant transvestite. And, and is that the right word? It's a bit. Yeah, I. Mm. I don't think. He yes, was that's not derogatory. I don't believe that he was gender. I don't think he was changing. like not trans, like a trans woman. You think it was just like a like a crossdresser? Yes. Yes. See, was, I don't know what's the right word to. S- well, what we're trying say. to do is, if anyone's taking offense, we're trying to be politically correct without offending anybody. Yeah, yeah. don't oh, yes. get mad at us because we get because there's it's all confusing. it's all yeah. love. It's yeah. just we yeah. just don't know the right terminology. So, a man who sure. was dressed to, as a woman. Yes, mm-hmm. and he was like six foot six, and he was on the phone, and he had this. And I figured out he was, like, from Oklahoma because he was talking to, like, dad or mom or something like that. And he was just, you know, having a normal mom and dad conversation where it's just like, no, that's not how. Okay, you just. And then he hung up the phone and then just went right back into, hi, y'all, and (laughs) talking to the person. And he was, and it made me so happy because I was like, it's great. He can come here and be himself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No one's going to fuck with that dude here. I bet growing up, he had to fight every day. Right. Growing every, up in Oklahoma? Yes, yeah. Every mm-hmm. single day, yeah. just to, because f- he just wanted to feel normal and comfortable, and that's how he feel. And, like, that just makes me happy he can come to L.A. or San Francisco or yeah, somewhere. Yeah, like, Yes, yeah. that he can be. Mm-hmm. And I, that 
part of LA is really cool to me where you just see like these aren't terrible people they're just odd people that yeah. have quirks that people won't let them have their quirks so they have to come live in this shithole yeah the way you've explained LA is the first time I've ever heard it sound like actually desirable like that sounds like the way that you've described it sounds really cool that yeah (laughs) I think it's I'm living there so we're justifying some stuff that's (laughs) that's kind of like Portland these days too because everything you know all all the people moving here and construction stuff it's kind of hard to see the actual Portland within the shit show that's happening oh yeah since I mean I moved to Seattle in November of 06 so I've been coming oh Seattle's Mm -hmm. so different oh it's a yeah oh and Capitol Hill we were just just up in Seattle this last weekend went to the Guns N' Roses concert and then where did they play uh, CenturyLink how was it it was good it was fucking incredible really it was good Mm -hmm. yeah good yeah they they did a good job Slash was amazing well and it's Duff sometown I guess it's Duff too yeah 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 Yeah. he was probably like all right dudes yeah don't fuck this up yeah (laughs) my whole family's here i need to retire (laughs) (laughs) yeah pearl jams watching let's go (laughs) yeah eddie vetter is probably there somewhere probably without a doubt i used to see him at uh easy street records every now and then oh yeah the first time i saw him i was like that dude looks like it oh (laughs) (laughs) oh that is him what do you know well, and you're also getting ready to record an album. No, I'd already did it. You already did. So live at Third Man Records? Yes. You already did that? Yes. We, uh, yeah, we're working on the release date and all that right now. Okay, so. gotcha. Awesome. Yeah. I was going to say, where can people, what's the best website for people to go to or best just, way to follow you? Oh, fucking hate. Um, <laughs> I hate saying this, but it is the best way. If you just Google Billy Wayne Davis, uh-huh. any of those, like if you like Instagram, it's on there. Uh, Facebook, I'm, I have like a, just a, public page on facebook okay which irritates people and i'm like yeah good i don't want (laughs) yeah there you are i don't need to contact everyone and everyone doesn't need to be able to tell me what they i don't want to hear what you think if i want (laughs) to know what you think i have your phone number (laughs) (laughs) billy wayne davis is no bullshit (laughs) i used to be a lot of bullshit and that's why like i'm just slowly like all right goals whittled it down yeah (laughs) and did you say you're on twitter as well yeah billy wayne davis i have fun on that one that's I don't have many followers, but I've never. You cared have one about more, that. Billy Wayne Davis. Yes. yes, I followed you guys in the green room. I was like, Oh, oh sure. nice! Oh. That's how good I am at social media. <laughs> then once you leave, you can unfollow us. And we'll no, I won't. No. I'll yes. Come here every time I'll well, bug when, you guys. I'm trying to find the specific date. Do you when it's Labor Day that you're going to be at Dante's? Uh, September fifth. Fifth. It's yeah. The fifth. The Monday. Right? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. Monday the fifth. Labor Day night. Um, Johnny Taylor Jr. A very funny comedian from Sacramento is going to be with us. Uh, my girlfriend, Aaron Dewey Lennox, who is a very funny comedian, is going to be with me. Um, Ooh, comedian couple. Yeah. Yeah, it's... it's I uh, <laughs> I love it. She's perfect. <laughs> I, need, I don't travel uh-huh. alone well, if that makes sense. Is she here in town now? No. Uh, we're, there's a couple of dates. Every now and then, it's just not financially feasible for mm. everybody to go yeah but we try to make it where she can go or i'm on the road with somebody just because i've been doing this for 13 years now and after a while you're just like i don't need to be alone anymore this is... <laughs> you don't want to spend your time in idaho by yourself well like, like, yeah like like people are like oh i just need to focus on me i'm like oh i do not need to do that <laughs> Because I don't give a shit about me. <laughs> I need to focus on other people so I take care of me. Because if it's just me, fuck off. Who cares? I think you need to call one of your comedy albums, I Don't Want to Be Alone Anymore. <laughs> well, there's a great Jason Isbell song um, called I Don't Want to Travel Alone or something like that. And like the first time I heard it, it was just like Aaron and I had been together for like six or seven months. And it was like I knew like, oh, this is the I might not marry her, but I'm going to be with her forever. And just like the first time the chorus goes in, I just started bawling, like driving. Like, okay, <laughs> things are happening. Things are happening. Feelings. I, think, I care. I think I. Oh, damn it! <laughs> that kind of thing. Damn it! I love her. I think I love her. Well, Google Billy Wayne Davis. Yeah, there you go. Just oh Google. my gosh, this has been Fine. such a pleasure. Honestly. Thank you guys yeah. for having me. This yeah, thanks great. so much for coming in. Wrap. 
Yeah, I think yeah. that. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's good. So everybody point. listening tomorrow, we'll go into the rest of the Guns and Roses stuff. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Sorry, um, <laughs> Billy took up all the time. Come see, <gasps> no, come see us Labor Day at Dante's. Oh, well, Labor Day. Afterward, they're doing karaoke. So oh, karaoke from hell. Yes, mm-hmm. that's yes. So Where you can sing with a live band. It's very fun. Oh, I've, I used to do that in Nashville. Oh yeah, that's yes. what they do. So um, you should do it. So you terrible at it. So terrible at singing. <laughs> Um, tickets are on sale now. Yes. So we'll post a link on our website, but also Google it and you'll find it as well. Thank you guys. Yeah. We'll, this we'll was Billy Wayne. One of the most yeah. fun videos I've done in so long. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Thank no, you so you're much. Wonderful. And shout out to Jimmy Newsetter for setting that up. Too. Yes. Thank you. Oh, Jimmy. he's great. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to go buy legal weed now. <laughs> yeah. You can <laughs> do that here. We, yeah. And we'll totally be at your show. Oh, awesome. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That yeah, sounds I great. I see you. No, I'm you're so such excited. a charmer, Billy Wayne. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I mean it. <laughs> um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Uh, don't forget, for the Cornhole Tournament this weekend, we do still have some spots up for that, so funemploymentradio.com slash cornhole. You can sign up there and uh, come play with us. That will be fun. Well, that sounds weird when I say cornhole and then... Yeah, come, come play, play with, with us. Come play with Tantalizing. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, so all of that is happening. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. It is so great having you all listen. Thank you, Billy. Billy Wayne. Thank you, guys. Have yeah. a great day, everybody. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.